Koinonia, Christian fellowship, communion with God and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is community. I am Tom Brown, and your host today, Billy Thrall. Hello, and welcome back to another weekly edition of Koinonia here on Faith Talk 1360. Thank you, Tom Brown, for letting me, Billy Thrall, pinch hit today. I am Billy Thrall with Movement Day Arizona. What's Movement Day Arizona? Well, let's get the smartest people we know with the biggest hearts all in the same room and encourage leaders to serve the poor among us, the communities around us together. That's what I hope happens out of Movement Day Arizona. It'll be an event, but it'll also be something we can look at every year and say, we made these promises together as a church. We want to make a difference. This show, thanks to Tom Brown, is about community. It's about what's happening in our community. I say it every week because I believe it. From the thing that inspires Billy Thrall about the kingdom, about the gospel, about good news, is God's people. It's God's people doing cool things that are my favorite news. This is not fake news. This is real stuff. And so it's gospel for me when I get to bring in people like my guest today and others to share in that. The Bible verse that I refer to often is Jeremiah 29.7. It's where the prophet through God's words through the prophet Jeremiah, saying to God's people, I know you're not where you want to be. They called it exile. You're not home. It doesn't feel like you're in the right spot. So kind of feel like us. Don't you get it? Can't wait till we're finally home home. But in the meantime, God says to us, where you are, I put you there on purpose. Pray for and work for the flourishing, the shalom, the prosperity of the place, the city, the town where I've put you, the community where I've put you, because I have you there to be a missionary to that community. And that's what I hope this show and movement, movement Day and the stuff we're going to talk about encourages you. You're part of God's work where he has put you right now. You might say, well, I just do X, Y, Z. Nope. No such thing as just. We're all in on this thing. So welcome. Thanks, Tom, for letting me host. Okay. Today's going to be super fun, as it always is. But Shannon McBride, Welcome. Thank you. I'm excited. Shannon, what do you do? What's your title? And then we're going to drill into this amazing thing that God has put together, kind of a collaboration out of a church and out of churches to bless our city. Yeah, so absolutely. what's your current role, title, and what do you do? And then we'll drill into that. So I'm the pastor of community and fellowship at Open Door Fellowship Church. That's a really a new role that was established that by our lead, senior leader, Sam Hill, with the intent of Shannon, go help us become relevant and viable and known and trusted in our community. Wow. So where's Open Door Fellowship located? It's on the corner of 19th Avenue and Butler. That's relevant because one of the projects you're a part of is called 19 North. Yes. So here Sam Hill, the senior lead pastor, says to you, hey, we don't just want to do church on Sundays. We want to do church Sunday afternoons through Saturday night. And so tell me your title again. I'm the pastor of Community and Fellowship. Nice. So what does that mean most days? So what it means is I get to be out in the community meeting people and discovering how much we have in common and um, how amazing it is that we can work together for our common vision. Mm. Um, I just I was just down at City Hall meeting with city planners, and it's just so fun that I'm getting to engage with people that I otherwise would have never Mm. known. So I love my job. 
So this is going to be a fun hour because we're going to talk about what happens when a local church frees up some people to bless the city, to spend time, energy, money, whatever, on working with the community to care for the community. Sounds like a God thing to me. Maybe it sounds like a God thing to you. But we got to take a break. This is uh, Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360. I'm Billy Thrall with Movement Day Arizona. When we come back, Shannon and I are going to talk about what God's doing on 19 North collaboration of churches to serve our city together. Be back in just a minute. Welcome back. Yeah. Koinonia here on Faith Talk 1360. I'm Billy Thrall with Movement Day Arizona. Thanks, Tom Brown, for letting me steal your seat today. With Shannon McBride. Woohoo! Pastor of Community and Fellowship. I already messed it up. No, you got it right. Community and Fellowship. Community and Fellowship out of Open Door Fellowship Church, 19th Avenue in Butler. Perfect. And like we started out in that first segment, you know, God has you guys there for a reason. And you've been asking God, what is the reason? What's this thing? Mm -hmm. And so we're going to talk about in this segment this amazing idea that a church would say, let's do something about where we're located. Yeah. Not, and this is really interesting. Most evangelical churches are commuter churches. So what I mean by that is most people wake up on Sunday. They like their church, so they drive 15, 20, 30 minutes because they like their church. Mm -hmm. That's one model. Another model is to say, yeah, but what about where the building is, mm -hmm. where the dirt is? Yeah. Um, historically, churches cared about the dirt, where they're at, the parish, mm -hmm. the ground. So you guys started thinking about that. Before we go into that, we've known each other Long a while. Time. Yeah. <laughs> How long? I don't know. I, I think I was either a brand new believer or maybe not even a believer yet. You baptized me. There you that? go. Yeah. Nice. So 21 yeah. years ago. Give or take, yeah. We were babies. Yeah. No, we're not so much babies. Yes. And you have a sweet daughter. I do, Molly. Yep. She's 17, up to what? 17, senior next year. And we've got 18 more days and she gets to be a senior. Whoa. I know, just like that. When did that happen? I don't know. Though <laughs> so you're a mom yeah. and you do other cool stuff. Yeah. Okay. So Open Door Fellowship, how did you land back there? How did I land there? They were yeah. really part of my salvation story. You know, I was a really wounded person and really hopeless. I think I'd tried everything that the world had to offer, really, mm -hmm. and somehow got to open door. And it was different than I'd experienced before. It was, um, I, I remember I kept thinking, do they really mean this? Mm. You know, they were singing worship songs that I, they, like they really did love God. And really believed that God loved them. And and I I believed in a God, but I didn't have that relationship. And so I just remember I just kept pondering myself. Do they, do they really believe this? I remember even asking friends afterward, like, do, do you believe this? You know, <laughs> are you just singing <laughs> about real? it? Yeah. So, yeah. So it's just part of my story and now my family. What are some of the themes that hit you? Why, did, why was it different? How did God use that to I think, change you? Um, the warmth of the people 
was a big part. The message of grace, of God's love for me and acceptance of me. And um, I think the the freedom that they were talking about and the um, just that they were teaching and talking about God really loving us, mm-hmm. me. And that was, I had never really even thought about that, that there really mm-hmm. could be a love relationship with God, the creator. How long have you been on staff? So I'm really bad with time. So if I get okay. this wrong, it's not. It's just because I less than hundred. I do a lot of things. Good. It is. Mm-hmm. I was the children's pastor for about ten years. Okay. And I've been in my current role for about two years. Okay. Yeah. So you went right from children's to this. Yeah. I feel like you were doing this stuff longer. No, it's really. I pulled you into some weird meetings years ago, though. You that's, came. That's because we were friends. <laughs> okay. <laughs> was it your job? You were being I don't nice. Know. Okay. I guess. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for coming to those meetings. <laughs> Okay, so now this role, how did it morph? Uh, yeah. I, oftentimes uh, people will ask me, Billy, how does a city movement happen? Yeah. I've been to other cities, I've watched, and one of the themes that constantly pops up where we see God's doing something in cities around the world is local churches take the time and the money and the energy to have some key people in their congregation do external things. Mm-hmm. It's very risky. Mm-hmm. Because churches don't have a ton of money, and there's limited whatever, and why would we hire somebody whose their job isn't inside the building? Mm-hmm. I think it's a Jesus thing, by the way, but it's rare because we, we want to care for the gathered church, yes. but we don't know what to do with the scattered church, the external piece. But how did you yeah. convince the? How did you convince ODF, or how did God mm-hmm. put that together? So I have to give credit to Sam Hill again. Again, he's the, our senior leader, and God really gave him the vision. He would mm-hmm. he would say that we needed to be um, about the people beyond our walls, no walls. We needed to live as a church without any walls and be among and within the community. And so he was the one that said, how about if we had this position, Shannon, would you take this role? And I was like, well, what does that mean? And we really had to sit a long time and Mm -hmm. talk about what he was saying, because as you said, my job was about loving the kids who came on campus. Mm -hmm. And and most of our ministries were set up for loving the people on our campus really well. We do that really well. But we had lost emphasis on beyond our walls. And so I really had to say, what, what are you saying? What would that look like? And it's been a journey that's mm-hmm. been so eye-opening and fun and life-giving for me. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it really started with I walked across the street to the apartment complex. Mm-hmm. It's been across the street for as long as we've been across the street. Yeah. And knocked on the door with my great enthusiasm. And said, Hi, I'm from the church across the street. And, and the manager said, literally, there's a church across the street? Wow. And I, that's where we started. Wow. We were just relatively unknown by the community. Mm. Um, invisible. Not because we did anything wrong or bad. We just hadn't put the emphasis mm. on being intentional to build relationships with those around us. So it's been a journey of really exactly that, building relationships mm. And starting to build trust with people that I don't have a hidden agenda. I just really just want to know you and love you and try to meet some of your needs if we can. Um, It's been such a joy, such a delight. That's Shannon McBride. She's one of the pastors at Open Door Fellowship Church. And I'm Billy Thrall with Movement Day Arizona. This is Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360. Shannon, you know, one of the things you've said a lot, even just in those few minutes, that might be kind of hard for people to understand. Okay. because so much of what we think Christianity is, is the Sunday morning experience. Mm-hmm. 
and it's important, mm-hmm. but it's but but we realize there's the rest of our lives, mm-hmm. and Sam started thinking about church with no walls. Mm-hmm. Um, we think about Chuck Foreman at First Christian Church mm-hmm. tells the story: Would our neighbors care if this church went away? Right. That theme, God was doing the same thing among you guys, mm-hmm. and then. But I would say what's beautiful about you is that you didn't just take the role on. You have lived the role. Mm. It fits you. And so people, you could have sat, honestly, in five more years of meetings inside the church Mm -hmm. to have committee conversations about what would it look like to do something outside the church. Mm -hmm. You could have. Mm -hmm. You just walked across the street to the apartment complex and said, while we're having those meetings, I'll be right back. I'm going to go walk across the street and meet some people. Super risky. Mm -hmm. Super challenging to your paradigms. Mm -hmm. Another way I would say that is rather than the church deciding how it would serve, listening to the community say how it would like to be served and known. How's your experience been in these two years? Yeah. um, One of the things that come to mind as you say that, I feel like, you know, I'm 56 years old, not afraid to say it, and I've had a lot of jobs. Mm. And this season, I feel like I'm watching all that All those experiences and all those jobs come together. Like, I just feel like between God and I, like, oh, I see how it all fits. And that's has been so fun in this season to use experiences from a job 20 years ago of facilitating meetings in this current job. So love, love where God has me. Um, so your question was about how do I, how do we, how does it start? Yeah. What does it look like? And I it really was, went to a lot of meetings that were already Non-church existed. meetings. Non-church meetings. Exactly. I went to neighborhood meetings and city meetings and school meetings and and listened and met people and I kept hearing the same theme. Um, all of these great organizations and neighborhood groups working on some of the same things. So my idea was, well what if we work together on those things and we combined our resources and our efforts and our energy and um, and thus began 19 North. 19 North is is the name of an area which is um, Dunlap to Montebello, 15th Avenue to 23rd. But it's more to me a name of a community collaboration of us learning how to work together. And that's learning is a key word. Like this is new stuff. Like how does a church work with a school, work with a neighborhood group, work with a business, work with local government? On our advisory team, we have all those areas represented. We have police, planning, Department of Economic Development, neighborhood groups, seven different churches, an interfaith council, businesses, all sitting at the table saying, how could we work together and what do we want to do? It's so fun. That's amazing. It is amazing. And I actually, you're going to undersell it because you're so used to it. But I really, maybe even in the next segment, talk a little bit more about who's actually coming to what. I think for now, I want to just remind people what you're saying. Um, A few churches have come together, and my words for it would be, they've together said, let's unify to bless our community. That doesn't just happen by magic. It's a movement of the Lord. It is, absolutely. Jesus prayed in John 17 that we would be one, but it has been the most awkward 2,000 years around that. Mm -hmm. And yet when the church comes together, the Big C Church comes together and says, we don't care if they come to our building. We don't care if they go to your building. Your theology is weirder than ours. Ours is weirder than yours. So what? Our unity will be actually part of our testimony. And we're going to come together not just to hang out, but to be a blessing, like Jeremiah talked about, and a lot of what Jesus and the Word talks about. We're going to bless because we've been blessed. 
And I know for you, it's been, we're going to talk in the next segment, like how in the what? Who'd you meet with after you went to the apartment complex? Mm -hmm. And then you have a name. And then I'm going to tease people by saying, now Shannon's kind of a big deal. Ah, Yeah. Big deal. You're a big deal. (laughs) What I mean by that is humble servant, wanting to do the right thing. Show up with a humble heart, really good listener. Those are all important things, but God is really using you now. Mm-hmm. You've been at City Hall. You've met major police force people. You've met neighborhood coalition people, business people who don't trust anybody trust you, Janin. And you're making a difference for where I live, too, by, by you know, this whole blocks and blocks and blocks and blocks and miles of Phoenix, I think are going to be different mm-hmm. because so. of your obedience and the church freeing you up to do it. Thanks, so when we come back... How in the world did 19 North get started? And what does it look like for churches to sit at the table and be a partner in what God's doing in our community? This is Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360. I'm with Shannon McBride of Open Door Fellowship Church and 19 North. And I'm Billy Thrall with Movement Day, Arizona, trying to get my favorite people who love Jesus together in the room to serve our cities. We have to take a break. When we come back, hope you're listening. You can be encouraged to do these same things that God is calling many to do. Be back in just a minute. Talk about that some more. Welcome back. This is Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360. I'm Billy Thrall with Movement Day Arizona. Thanks, Tom Brown, for letting me sit in the studio seat and have my friend in here with us today. Shannon McBride of Open Door Fellowship Church. Howdy again. Hello. 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 And uh, I teased going into the break about some things that I really want us to drill into Mm -hmm. because I think somebody might be listening and think, good ideas, Really cute ideas that the church would matter <laughs> to its community. How? How really did it happen? It's not about technique, because I know you're not about technique or about relationship, but all intentional relationship has some guidance and some wisdom around it. So maybe share a little bit about what God has showed you, the wisdom around building collaboration mm-hmm. <clears throat> for the benefit of the city, right? Yeah. Not just for the benefit of that your church or your own daughter, it does matter because we have families, but we understand, you're understanding that if I, the betterment of our city is a God thing. We're Mm -hmm. all going to be blessed through this work. So we talk about a little bit, what are the components that went into place for now this project called 19 North, which is three miles, about two and a half, three miles by a mile wide, really a transitional community. But now churches have stepped to the front to say, let us speak into the health of this. How did that happen? And I can't even say it clearly enough how um, this is Mm. God-led. I've never done this before. I didn't have a big strategic plan. I literally just said, God, I'll go where you send me. Like, I really will. I'll knock on the door and... And where it opens up, I'll go in. And where it closes, I'll go to another door. And that's been this beautiful dance between he and I. Because I'm a very capable person, very independent person. And so to be in this place of dependency on him and watching him do it is so stinking fun. Because I, 
I can't manufacture the things that are happening, the relationships that are forming, the doors that are opening up. It's, it is amazingly beautiful to be part of. Um, where it really started was just really sitting down with people and meeting them and, and then getting to see that I really was sincere. I really am like, that's, you, I love the people I've met with. I really love Commander Lopez and Daniel Valenzuela and Deborah Stark and, you know, these people who are just working hard for our city. And I love that I get to sit down with them and say, what, how could we work together to make 19 North a safe, walkable community for all to enjoy? That inclusivity that we're really just one group of people and we all want the same thing. And we do have a very diverse neighborhood. We've got wealth and we've got incredible poverty all in that same area. There's pockets where 46% of the children live below poverty level. Mm-hmm. And they go to all of the schools in that area, Title I schools. Which means? That means that they um, qualified because of the poverty level. They qualify for free breakfasts and free lunches. And so when they go home on the weekends or for the holidays, there could likely be not enough food in their home. So that's one of the things that we get to do as a community is make sure that we are getting basic needs like food for kids in our community during the winter, spring, and fall breaks. I've gotten off on tangents. So ask me some no, questions. No, good. That's perfect. <laughs> Uh, let's look at kind of two themes. Yeah. Let's do the first one, uniting the church around it. Yeah. Uh, and then the second theme is how that united church, the, the, the churches together, came to actually do things like yeah. get food for kids, get mentors for kids, clean up actual streets, um, partner in the, in the way that uh, police officers and city council people want you in the room now. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we can be goofy. Yes, church people can be kind of goofy, yeah. but we're not goofy. Well, that, yeah, it can be. I think that's part of the fears that I'm going to be goofy or have yeah. an agenda. You know, I, I mean, that's how I felt. I, I didn't become a believer until I was 35 because I thought Christians were weird. Yeah. Now I'm one of them. So <laughs> um, anyway, so the Interfaith Council was really Daniel Valenzuela, Councilman Daniel Valenzuela's idea. And so it was we went door to door to every church in 19 North and just invited them to a meeting to say, could we talk about having a council together? And we would like it to be interfaith. Right now it's all Christians, but um, because that's who said yes and came to the table. We have seven churches now. And just it's been, again, building relationships of trust with each other that we really could be for each other. Mm-hmm. And it's been getting to know each other over the past, I would say, I don't know, six months or so. But the last meeting was so fun because Floyd from Bible um, Fellowship Church said, what if we had interfellowship between our churches. Mm. And I said, what do you mean by that? And we just got excited, all of us in the room, to say, what would that look like if we trusted each other enough that we would even allow our congregations to have interfellowship with each other? So we're exploring what that would look like. And it just tells you the level of trust that's Mm. been established, that we could um, believe that we're for each other. So that's happening with our interfaith council. And then how did I get into those forums? It was, I went to their meetings first and really got a feel for what do they want? And They really do want a safe, walkable community for all to enjoy. I mean, that vision came out of the community, not out of me. And so the idea was, could we work together? And what would that look like to combine our resources? And to say it to people who might not know, a pretty transitional stretch. This is the last three miles of the northern part of the light rail. And I know because I live on it. uh, It used to be in the good old days, kind of a nice neighborhood, and then kind of went to some struggle times, and then the light rail construction was five years of sort of chaos, and in a way could become a barrier, and yet you guys are working really hard to not have the community feel that way. And so now, uh, in this transitional community where we could say, boy, it's just 
fill in a handbasket. Who cares? Look at all the homeless. Look at all the people who are substance abuse addicted. Throw up our hands and say, you know what? I'm not going to look at it. This coalition of churches has come together to say, no, we're going to look at it. We're going to really look at it and love it. And kind of like Jesus saw the crowds and was filled with compassion, you guys have built a coalition of thinkers Mm -hmm. to love that stretch of land, that dirt. And so how is that communicated to the non-believing sectors that are partnering with you? How does that make sense for the business owner? How does it make sense for the city council? Yeah, so on the 19 North advisory team, the leadership team, there it's it's not a team of believers necessarily. In fact, I don't even know all their faith is faiths, but we've got city council. We've got the school. So Jill Hicks from the Washington Elementary School um, District is there. We've got Washington High School because that's our high school. We've got Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Arizona. Um, we've got Valley Metro on our team. We've got Los Compadres Restaurant, which is a small employer in the area. We've got a Brazo Central Campus. So we've got stakeholders in the community, mm-hmm. neighborhood groups that are sitting at the table together. And so faith isn't the issue. The community is the issue. And we just happen to be a church that cares about the community too. So we're at the table as an equal partner saying, how could we use resources? So our campus is used a lot for events, which I love that. Mm-hmm. And um, I was just at the planning department saying, how can I help you get funding for that? And just using resources that we each have to bring about a beautiful community together. And that, so it's our community, a shared vision. That's Shannon McBride of Open Door Fellowship Church and a really cool project, actually a brand called 19 North. You can see the signs. If you hop on the light rail and take it till it ends, you're going to see signs that say 19 North. They even announce it on the rail now. They do? They do. It's got a name. It's got a name. I didn't know we had a name. Yeah. Thank you for giving (laughs) us a name. Uh, And I want to say to folks, I want to say again, it's it's a God story. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, because we can look at things that happen to a community and we can say, like I just said, you know what? Not our, bro- not our problem. I think a lot of times church people just say, that's not our problem. That's the government's problem. That's that business owner's problem. They got all those homeless people in front of their business. That's their problem. Uh, but Jesus never lets us do that, right? There's no such thing as th- us and them with Jesus. It's just us. It's just us. It's just us. And so like it or not, yeah. you know, then your next door neighbors are us. And the guy that owns the business and the woman that owns the business, it's us. Mm -hmm. And that school, maybe you homeschooled, so you're like, I don't really care about the school. Sorry, it's us because it's part of our community. And you guys at 19 have created this thing called 19 North, which, by the way, as it gets cooler and cooler and cooler, I think will become a model for other parts of Phoenix Mm -hmm. that are going to say, how did you do that? Mm -hmm. How did you gather churches in the room to have a voice in the way a community looks. Well, this is what's happening. And part of it is you're good at it, but I also think God's favor. Yes, absolutely. Um, so, Shannon, talk a little bit about uh, what are principles that you have that you would want to pass on, things that you've learned in yourself and in this project that you would say, boy, if you're going to do this in your community, th- think about these things. So... um one of the cornerstones of Open Door Fellowship's teaching is identity in Christ, who I am. So I'm Christ in Shannon. And I get to live that out every day. And I, I think this role has allowed me to have even a stronger um, sense of that. That Christ in Shannon, I'm an ambassador, and I just get to go and love people. Just love them with no other agenda than they are introduced to the gospel when I get to meet them. And 
And I think that that's one of them is just is just watch and see what God does with that without an agenda of I'm going to do this and this. There's just I'm going to love you and see what happens. Have there been some things that you wished you hadn't said in a meeting or you wish someone else hadn't said? Like if you were going to coach a gathering of people, um, are there there you might just say, well, it's just natural. But for some, it's not always yeah. just natural, but some things that you would say. Hey, what, as we enter this space, let's remember these are some of the rules of how we're going to do collaboration together. I think um, listening and, and getting to understand their perspective would be huge. And, and then I really just want to be as authentic as I can. I'm just an imperfect person that I think that I want, I'm playful. I want to stay true to who I am and be honest with whatever agenda I'm bringing, I think, builds trust. So... Um, yeah, I would say honesty, vulnerability for myself, and really just taking time to understand what's important to them and how can I help make that happen. I hear you talking about uh, something I think is really important, that everybody listening is a frontline worker for Jesus. Yeah, we are. Everybody, Every one of us is called Absolutely. to right where we are. We are his ambassadors. Whatever context yeah. we're in, on an airplane, at yeah. a Circle K, at the grocery store, in our work, mm-hmm. we're, that, we're Jesus for that context. Mm-hmm. And if you really start to believe that, mm-hmm. well, it's a lot of responsibility, it but is. it's also a great privilege. It's a partnership with God Almighty yeah. that is so fun to watch him work through that. It's a hoot. So we got to take one uh, another break, come back with another block uh, to talk about a little bit more about what's happening at 19 North, but also kind of what drives Shannon, okay. like what keeps you in the game of this work. This is Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360. I am Billy Thrall with Movement Day Arizona. Shannon and I and others would just hope that you believe who Jesus says you are Amen. and that because of that, you would live that out in the context that he has put you because others are asking the same question. So build a team of folks that are following Jesus together. We got to take a break. We'll come back a little bit more with Shannon and talk about 19 North after this short interlude. Be back. Welcome back to Koinonia here on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I am still Billy Thrall with Movement Day Arizona. That's still Shannon McBride from Open Fellowship Church and the 19 North Project slash collaboration slash city changing awesomeness. Nice. That's what we'll call 19 North. Nice. Uh, we had talked about um, what God's doing, this collaboration of churches and everybody working together. It kind of comes out of what you would believe to be true, and that is... Uh, people taking their walk with Christ seriously mm-hmm. and basking in that and finding others who believe that and then look at their community with eyes wide open to say, God, I think you put me here on purpose. Yeah. What can I do? It's a struggle. Yeah. I kind of been thinking this way for a while, just like you. And and then today a homeless guy asked me for a dollar and I think, it, you know, I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know I shouldn't give him the dollar, but I don't have time to love you and I want to and uh, so we all have to, that tension between should I, should I open myself up to caring for the others in my life when I'm already full? Mm. And yet God says, I'll 
hang in there with me. You know, follow me. There's others thinking that. And I know you guys are thinking about those things around 19 North, but also that whole community kind of North Phoenix up through Sunny Slope. Uh, really appreciate that. Uh, I want to let you share a little bit about deliverables, real stuff, mm-hmm. what's actually happen- happening. These aren't just meetings. Mm-hmm. Uh, meetings are great a little bit. But when they actually produce something in a community, yeah. fire away. I have okay. some questions about that. But tell me what's going on at 19th North. And I won't even be able to tell you all of them. Do so some. I'm going to tell you the top them. of them. Yeah. yeah. So we've got a community garden that's been approved. And that's going to be going in right on the corner of Las Palmeritas and 19th Avenue, right along the light rail. And what I love about the plan is it's not going to be just about the boxes of of produce that we can make. It's going to be about a space where community can meet. So the design really has mature trees and flowers and a place that we could just go hang out and get to know each other while there's gardening happening. So that's going on. We've got um, one of the main ways that we're going to impact our community is through our schools. And what I love about the Washington Elementary School District, which is the schools in our area, 19 North, they've got their hands wide open mm-hmm. to faith and business partners. So the, the timing was perfect like God was involved or something. And so we're working with the schools in the area to meet some basic needs like food and clothing and and hearing aids for kids who need it. But we're also saying um, we have a mentor program that just got piloted last year, and it's gonna, we're getting making the changes, improvements, and we're going to roll it out to the next school year, hoping to just triple the number Talk of about students. that mentoring program because yes. I know I've heard a little. Okay, so that's really you and me, the community, engaging with at-risk kids in the schools in our community just to love them. I mean, a lot of these kids don't have healthy adults just looking them in the eyes saying, you matter, you're significant, and you're valuable, and I care about you. So that's what we're doing. It's a 15-minute, once-a-week commitment, nothing big, but it can change the trajectory of a child's what life. What are you calling it? I think it has a cool well, name. Well, it's going to be called 19 North Mentor because the other name got confusing. So it's just 19 North Mentor. <laughs> 19 North Mentor. 19, okay, 19, But excited that that's going to grow. And yeah. the hope is it would just get as big as possible where any kid that needs an extra you know, love and arms to to care about them would have it. So that's growing. We've got a business alliance that started. So 19 North has a business alliance, and that's bringing businesses together to say, could we care about each other? Could a business cross market? Could a business care about their other business next door rather than comp? competition we're actually a community of people that all if we're all if one of us is successful we all are so getting those conversations happening with business owners so stinking cool and that's already started um, we've got a little community center that's just started where we were going to bring the artists out from the community we're going to have art exhibits and live music and just transform a where's that the good shepherd building okay i know the owner eric Sweetman, donated some space for 19 North and is allowing us to create an incredible place of, for community nice. outside. Nice, 19th and Northern. Yes, cleaning it up. It's going to be an amazing, we're going to want to just go hang out there. So that's going to happen in the next few months. Nice. You'll be seeing that. New restaurants coming in. Um, and then our Interfaith Council, just having great conversations church to church. And, and hopefully that's going to just grow because our arms are open to invite others and say, how do we work together? Great conversations. What do people in your church think about what you're doing? I think it's still new. And I would say that um, what I'm hoping for 2018, that that this year, 2017, we really build up momentum of understanding how and why we'd want to connect with the community around us. And that 2018 just becomes an incredible year of release for our body, for Open Door Fellowship as a whole, Um, even more so. Because there's there's so many opportunities right next door to love people and care about them. So, um, yeah, I think they're excited for what's ahead for us. So that's Shannon McBride at Open Door Fellowship Church in 19 North. I'm Billy Thrall. This is Quinnany on Faith Talk 1360. Okay, Shannon, um, off subject, but I think 
just want to ask you this. I was going to say off record. but off, No, we're on the record. Okay, on the oh, record. we could delete this later, okay. I guess, if we want to. <laughs> we don't need to. Uh, if you had a little talk and you had the platform and you've built all these relationships and you've got trust and God's got you in really fun places in our city and with churches, and then suddenly you find yourself on the stage and and let's just say, and you had a couple minutes to tell everybody what this is about. Mm-hmm. Same thing right here. Mm-hmm. What's what's the life message? What's mm-hmm. the thing? People want to hear about the projects. It's amazing. What What's really from your heart that do you want to share with people? I think if my um, audience were people who love Jesus, it is this idea of um, his love through us mm-hmm. and the how how that completes the whole purpose. Like he pours it all out to us so that we can pour it all out and give it away. So this giving it away has been for me life-changing and um, this real sense of um, just being released and having value um, has just become significant for me. So beautiful. If I if my audience was just um, general population, it is about social cohesion, It's which is really love. You know, it's about what would it look like if a community set down their differences and picked up what we have in common and worked for each other's benefit. And we can do that. We are doing that. And that social cohesion brings about beauty and strength for a community that where everybody wins. And um, we're riding that right now. You're so kind, and so that you might not want to answer this question. Oh. Here I go. Okay. Here's, I want to say the other way, too. Are there some things that you see happening that you wish stopped? In other words, are there, is there some correctives that you were kind of, if you could jump in, because that's awesome. I love what you said. Mm. But I think sometimes we also want to hear the, hey, don't do that, don't do that, don't do that. You know, um, are there some paths that you could see potential downfalls to this? Is there some things that you, people you know and love that you go, oh, I just wish you'd quit yeah doing that. Uh, How would you speak to that as well? What would be, I know you're kind, so you're going to say whatever you want to say as a kind corrective, (laughs) but what would be some kind corrective? I I feel like for me, um, I'm just choosing to trust Jesus in this, and I'm not just saying that. It's like we're just all in process. Every church, every person, every, we're just all in process. We're just all people. So when I see that happen, like the you know watching the <laughs> moment happen where something's said by a, a church or, I just God's bigger than that. Mm. He's bigger than that, and He's at work, and He's not done. So I choose to go there. Like God, what are you going to do with that? You're bigger than that, mm. and I really believe He is doing an amazing work in our community through our community. And so I that's where I that's where I go. What keeps you in the game? What keeps you doing this? What drives you I, every day? I have. I really do have hope. I really am excited. Like because I get to sit in these different places with the planning department or um, the councilman, I I know what's planned for our area, and I know what's coming, and I have this strong sense of what it's going to look like, mm-hmm. and what it's going to feel like, and what the experience of 19 North is going to be for us in the next three to five years. And I am so excited for that to come about. That that's what gets me excited is the hope of what I truly believe God's doing. How. Could If I'd have told you 21 years ago when you walked into my office that you'd be doing this. Mm-hmm. No way. Because? Yeah. It t- 21 years ago, oh, that makes me cry. I, I really was hopeless. Mm-hmm. And I really had been so deeply hurt by so many things that um, I didn't 
have any sense of value or any direction or any plan for my life. Or I mean, I really was a lost person and didn't think I had much to offer. So the journey that God's had me on to equip me and then release me in this season, I just feel so grateful because really given the choices that I've made in my life, me, I could be dead in an alley. I say that, but it's sincere. Like I've made choices that there's no way I should be here except apart from God's plan and God's goodness. So not only did he save you and redeem you, he's letting you do that for others. Golly gee, can you believe? Like I just shake my head like, thank you, Jesus. That's the great testimony, I think, of Christ and the work of his people and the work of the church. Um, He's blessed us to be a blessing, but it really matters. Yeah. Thinking about Isaiah 58, where it, where it says true fasting is giving yourself to the poor, the hungry, the thirsty, and in that you'll find your own healing. And this amazing thing of we think if we give our life away, we'll give our life away. We won't have life. Mm-hmm. And Jesus said, no, give your life away. I'll fill you back up. You'll find your own healing in that. It's the thing I said earlier. It's, it's, it is important that we get, that we know who Jesus is and we go to church and we get equipped and we get fed and we get built up in what is true. But the other half, the giving it away is what completes it. Like without that, we're only getting half the half of the purpose. Like it is exactly life giving to pour it out is his love through me is the best. Thank you, Shannon. Shannon McBride, Open Door Fellowship Church, 19 North. How do people find you? They maybe want to help. They maybe want, are confused or they want to do what you're talking about in their community. How do people get a hold of you? Open Door Fellowship Church would be a great place to call. How do they do that? And they could go. They could call 602-242-4414. They could also um, go on 19 North has a Facebook and a website. So the information is on there, 19 North. Your email? Is Shannon. S-H-A-N-N-O-N dot McBride at O-D-F, Oscar David Frank, church dot org. Not really spelling Oscar David Frank, but just O-D-F church dot org. Yeah, O-D-F church, yeah. (laughs) Shannon, thank you so much. We have to take another break, and then we'll come back with a little closing. But thank you for trusting God with you you. and then letting that love grow out to your kiddo and a bunch of other folks in our community. This is Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360, KPXQ. I'm Billy Thrall with Movement Day Arizona, hoping the Shannon McBrides of the world shine and that you guys listen in, meet her and inspired by her. And then if you're doing work like her, you find each other and do what you're doing better. We do have to take one last break and hear from these great sponsors. And then when we come back, we'll close thoughts about kind of what next. So thank you for listening. Be back in just a minute. Wow, thank you all for listening to Quinonia here on Faith Talk 1360. Privileged to be with my friend Shannon McBride and all the stuff God's doing with her and through her and because of her and Phoenix, specifically 19 North. And I hope you really have been encouraged that you have heard God speak to you, the listener, and said, wait, I can be a Shannon. You bet. You can't be Shannon. You're not supposed to be. You're supposed to be you wherever you are. Uh, representing Christ in the context that he's put you in. And then if you just let that flow out into your community, wow, miracles happen because that's, that's, that's the God thing. That's what God wants to have happen. 
So, Shannon, I thought you could close us. Pray for our city, the listeners, as we expand this kingdom work together. So if you could pray. Absolutely. Jesus, um, thank you, first of all, for every person that's listening. You have put them there for your purposes. And I do pray, God, that they would be encouraged by you in this moment today, that they feel the call of your love and your life through them. Jesus, thank you for the privilege of serving you. You are good and sweet and faithful, God. Thank you that um, my story is your story, that this is this was before the beginning of time you had known that um, where I'd be and what your plans were and that I, you're trustworthy and you're a good God. And that's not just true for me. That's true for every single person. You have a plan for their life. Help them to believe that, trust that, and lean into you for it. Love you, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Shannon. Thanks for ODF releasing you even to be here today to kind of tell the story of what God's doing in your church and in your community. And we'll say it again. If you're listening and you're like, where where do I fit? You fit. God loves you and wants to use you. Exactly. And he's got such a great adventure if you're just willing to hop on and follow him. Thank you for listening. Thanks, Tom Brown, for letting me host. This is Koinonia on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. I'm Billy Thrall with Movement Day Arizona. It's my passion that the church would find itself united to serve the poor, to serve the city around us. So if you want to be a part of that, check me out on Movement Day Arizona, and uh, we'll love to work together with you. God bless. We will be back next week to hear some cool God stories from some other people in our community. Take care. Talk to you then. Thank you.